Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show that is brought to you with Levi Solicitors. 15% discount on three things, which are, Michael and Rob, you know this off by heart now. Wills conveyancing and probate. Wills conveyancing and probate. Didn't give Rob a look in, did I? Thank three you very much. <laughs> uh, saved Rob. Uh, yes, 10% discount on your legal fees. 15% on those things until the end of January 2023. UK forward slash the square ball for details on that Dan here with Michael and Rob as we do is it the weekly show sort of carved into two we're, we're just doing this on the hoof aren't we really yeah it's all a bit post Christmas isn't it and then there's been an extra game and stuff so yeah well this we'll call it the weekly show the weekly show part two because we had the weekly show part one ahead of West Ham which was the West Ham preview we'll preview Cardiff in this game mm. in this show sorry and uh, just catch up on other stuff that's been happening so let's get into that then shall we what has been happening? An exciting new takeover rumour. That is exciting. Which is probably bollocks. Well, it is bollocks. <laughs> yeah, the Daily Mail reporting that um, there is a Middle Eastern buyer interested. Yeah. yeah. They may scupper the 49ers' plans, even though it seems to be pretty much agreed. It's, it's sort of like an annual news story, this, isn't it? Kind of happens where... I mean, often it's Rad Rosani himself doing an interview, but mm. uh, this time there is no official quotes from Rad's. But, you know, given what he said about uh, agreeing to sell Rafinha to Chelsea and he says for me it was done and when I have a deal my word is my word I felt ashamed to go back and change my position so mm. I mean this, this won't be him just trying to bump the price up would it? of course not God no <laughs> he says, well, the article says there is nothing to stop a third party from entering the race but th- there is I mean there? 49ers could stop that because <laughs> there's an ag- agreement yeah and they, they own what 44 anyway we unless, know they wanted, unless they wanted to sell their bit as well oh we know what's going on don't we who but, knows yeah it's probably nothing I mean it is bollocks isn't it Probably, I think. Rad, I mean, Rad Rizani was in. Um, he was in Qatar, wasn't he? So sat with his PSG mate and all that stuff. Oh, please so be my friend. Please be my friend. So there's all that. That's stuff that's going on, isn't Please there? be my friend. <laughs> I don't. He doesn't sound like that. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, just um, just how, that was me acting. How does he sound? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could I could only do stereotypical Italian, and given the uh, the slight wrinkles about the the songs uh, about. Um, Really nonto. Probably best not to go there. The I don't minute. think the Italian bit is the problem with that song. Mm. No, yeah, in no. truth. Yeah, let's let's not do that song. Can we do better than that? What is it about teenage boys' penises that you find uncomfortable <laughs> singing about? I just like to talk about them in my own home, mm. not in a football stadium. Right, that's, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know he's not he's not said anything yet, but the club have obviously tried to guide people towards yeah. a different version. And, and other footballers have said, "Don't sing about my penis, please." Yeah. It's kind of some bad stereotypes and whatnot. So. 
I think it's just easier not to. He eats spaghetti, drinks Moretti, he fucking hates Chelsea. He's better than Messi, I saw as a proposed mm, option as well. That's a good one. Yeah. Hopefully it'll find um it'll find its own way through that one. I don't want it, I don't want him to have to come out and say, please don't please don't do this. It's just a bit embarrassing for him, wouldn't it? To yeah, do, to and he's, that. And like, he's already having to take on the responsibility of kind of being our main attacking output about a month after we signed him and at the age of 19. Is Willie Nonto the most mature grown-up person at the entire football club? <laughs> I think he actually is. He might be, mightn't he? Yeah, I feel there's too much on him already. So Because we, um, we do... Uh, the... Jesse, he's almost certainly tapping him up for, for tactical advice. <laughs> for life advice. Given he did with uh, a 16-year-old Tyler Adams. He's kind of... <laughs> Willie, I always turn to the youngest person in the team for to ask what we should do. I was going to say, do you think... Um... So I always do it like my 11-year-old. I always ask him about mortgage advice. <laughs> It's now sort of the reverse of that video of Marsh meeting Nonto and be like, oh, you speak good English. It's Nonto walking into the room and going, oh, Jesse, you can you do some football coaching, do you? <laughs> doing, your, doing your tactics, are you? Yeah. Well, Wilf would have been our man of the match, wasn't he? Our TSB Plus um, members give us their player ratings, which we've kind of allowed just to quietly die down over, over the Christmas holidays. But we are here, we are keeping track of it um, and listening to your feedback as well. And they scored a Wilf Nonto 8.43 out of 10, the average score of all the uh, the ratings collated. Um, which is pretty good. Poor Brendan didn't have the best time. He's, he scored lowest. We won't embarrass him by telling everyone his score was three point seven nine. But the man of the match was surprise, surprise, Matthias Click. Um, Eight point six nine out of ten. The average was he that good? Or is this just a <laughs> bloody sympathy vote? Um, I mean, yeah, he was. Um, he was fine. He was probably not. He was probably not better than Lonto was the other night. But I think we've got to. We'll, we'll allow him this. Yeah, absolutely. it won't. Um, it won't impact Willie Nonto's Player of the Year award, which just probably is currently on for. I mean, yes. early, early, um, early, like front runners for that. Brendan Aronson was in there, wasn't he? Mm. I think in the early stages. But this, um, his score of, we'll say under four, is not yep. going to. Though it won't embarrass him by saying not, what it was. Has not helped, has it? In <laughs> no, this, although no. did get an assist. No, bless him, bless him. He'll be all right though. Well, Brendan, he just needs to find his form again, doesn't he? But yeah, clicky. Be bombed out. That's what he needs for a bit. On his, um, on his way. We're going to do an extra ball, aren't we? A sort of more extended talk on Mateus Click. Yeah. I'm going to miss him. I and mean, we spoke about him a bit on the on the Phil Hay show as well. We did a section on that, didn't we? On there, which is out on Friday, 6th of January. So check that out. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll miss it. I'll miss Mateus Click, the person, as well as the footballer, I think. I, he feel, I said to somebody uh, via text, he feels like my mate, even though I've never met him. Mm. You know, I've, I've only ever been a football stadium's distance away from him, but I feel like I know him. We were just saying that we all struggled to get sleep after that game, which I often do, in fairness, with a night game. But I it was completely self-inflicted in this because I was just reading through people's comments on clicky mm. stuff and going, oh God, yeah. <laughs> why does he have to leave? And then my, my phone just, just kept vibrating because people were messaging me about click as well. Mm. Like Everyone just sort of wanted to share the grief. I've, um, I've written about him for the blog, which is has been published this morning and felt all right writing it. And then afterwards I found myself listening to The Beautiful South a lot and I felt like at any moment I thought I might cry. <laughs> Are you, are you a middle-aged person, Rob? Really? Well, then? you had to put the song on, didn't you? And then, uh, yeah, I wish I hadn't. Yeah, he's, I, I felt sadder having got home and read his letter, and also I could tell in the ground he was upset. But until I saw a close-up of him, you didn't realise quite yeah. how upset, and he was really yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think that's I found that nice in a way that he because I suppose sometimes when footballers leave, you form an attachment to them, but you're never sure how one way it is. Are you? Like you can you can absolutely love a player, and then sometimes they just get sold and they never talk about Leeds again and seem like they weren't actually that arse and you think, did it mean anything at all to you? <laughs> Whereas yeah, it was yeah. it was nice to see that it meant something to and Click, I, I think. Also the fact, you know, it is ultimately his decision to leave but you mm. can see how much it 
hurts him and how much it means and what it means for him to make that decision, yeah, like and how much it must hurt him not to have played this season. The fact that he is taking this decision, mm. it, yeah, it, it did add to the sadness of it. I think, yeah, my my experience of the of the goodbye in the stadium was I found it quite emotional at the time, but it was all it almost kind of transcended everything. I, I found myself in there just thought it's really nice that we've just had him and we had this thing and we had this time. I found I found myself sort of thankful for him being there and experiencing the Bielsa era and then kind of bounced down here into into doing the match ball afterwards and and probably didn't give full weight into the, the actual goodbye experience because I was just thinking more about sort of the wider historical context if that if that makes sense in, mm. the, sen- in the sense that as I was saying on the match ball like often goodbyes in football whether it's, it's managers, players or whatever you often don't get a chance to to say goodbye properly more often than not it's just a oh well so-and-so's gone at the end of the contract or the um, the, the transfer window has come up and they just, just disappear one day mm. So it was nice to have, to have a moment because I know you thought they kind of fudged it a little bit. It was a bit messy around around full time, wasn't it? And um, and yeah, it was. It wasn't perfect, but I'm I'm glad I was there to say goodbye to him. But I also appreciate that other people didn't get the same chance. Yeah, it, I think it it was nice to see what a, a hugely popular bloke he obviously is as well. Like everyone, I know I know these teammates rarely say, "Glad to see the back of that dickhead." But it's all very <laughs> it's all very genuine. I think all the stuff that of teammates all saying you know, how much they're going to miss him and what a good bloke he is and how much he's clearly going to miss them as well. So it's obviously, it's a mutual thing and yeah, it's uh, end of an era stuff. It is. And it's, it's, that team is, there's not much of it left, is there? So uh, there's that, there was that photo that was doing the rounds on, on Twitter, which was of, of all the remaining players in colour, but all the ones who are no longer mm. here in black and white and that includes that Bielsa, all his staff, you know, Ben White's on there. And there's only, I had seven of them left or something like that. Mm. I, was, um, I was wondering like what Luke Aylin and Liam Cooper must have been thinking as clicks like walking off the pitch crying especially Aileen when he's what six months and his contract's up mm. he must be thinking like fuck that could be me soon like and I, th- I, I suspect deep down he, he knows it probably is because mm. and that is very that's really sad as well yeah it is it's going to be really hard saying goodbye to that era but I mean I was I was kind of having a bit of fun with it on the match ball so, you know talking about the the transience of it all but it is isn't it football is transient and we're still here long after these players come and go but as I said on the Phil Hayes show like that team is one of the few um, groups of players who, across the entire hundred and what are we four years of Leeds United history, it'll be this year that have actually achieved something for the club, mm. where we'll remember them forever. You know, so few teams have actually done anything like, and therefore a body of players that is maybe a hundred strong at, at best or something like that. Out of all the the players that have played, they're the ones that we'll remember that did stuff for us, and we were there to see it. And they're also bloody likable, aren't they? And the team so that actually either. stayed together because the standard thing for every season more or less after relegation from the Premier League and even before that was that you'd every summer it was an ever-changing cast you'd seven or eight would leave seven or eight would come in there was no con- continuity between seasons was there whereas this was you, we came to be like reliable it's like oh we've got a click in midfield ailing at right back Cooper at centre back it was it was, a, it was a known quantity was our team yeah, for a little yeah. while whereas it does feel like this is this season is transitioning more into well there's five or six new first team regulars going to be coming in so we'll, and probably, uh, we'll and have prob- to get used to them. yeah and probably a different emotional centre to the dressing room as well as that old guard gradually moves away you've got the the newer ones who are coming in which is going to change that dressing room dynamic isn't it and then there was a photo I don't know if it was uh, of this week of like Click going out for, for dinner maybe in the last couple of days to say goodbye to his teammates but it was the old guard you know Forshaw was there and uh, and ailing and stuff and there's only sort of Robin Cock out of the newer players who was, who was in mm. the photo so you wonder if maybe, like I said, their dressing room has just sort of changed and evolved, and and what that'll look like in another twelve months, another two years, or whatever. But probably a weird first week for uh, for Max <laughs> Verba coming in as well. Being, everyone kind of in tears and um, 
saying goodbye. She's like, yeah, <laughs> Victor's. See you later, mate. It was nice to meet. It was Victor, nice to meet you. Victor's shown him the uh, the video of the fans and stuff that he, apparently he's got as near that the presentation of how brilliant it all is, and everyone's in tears and furious. <laughs> what are you doing, you anchors? Um, probably worth adding that like, we, we've um, we exchanged messages with Mateus Click just on Twitter because he followed us, and just to say thanks and goodbye. There's not a great, great revelation in there at all. Just just some nice thank you, Mateus. Oh, I don't believe the stuff he said about Jesse Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Scorching, wasn't it? But he did say, um, we asked him if he fancied coming on the show as well. And he said uh, he will do when he comes back to the UK. So, Which is never. So that's an exclusive for you there. Yeah. yeah. But it, when, would be, it would be great to have him on. I think, I think Clicky actually, knowing the sort of personality is, a bit of time probably would actually create a better interview when, yeah. he, when he doesn't feel quite so, emotional, so, yeah. so attached. And, you know, when, when you can talk about things with a bit of a bit of time. Distance, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. So no, that, but no, it'd be great to get him on. It would be, yeah. And, and you know, I'm sort of aware that he may have said that, whether I've been just been polite or or whatever, or caught up in the emotion. But we will ask him about it when we find out um, when he's back over, because it would be amazing to get him on, wouldn't it? Because Berardi did it, so we've got a mm-hmm. we've got an example there of a former player who's done it. So hopefully um, he will do. But yeah, look out for the, the clicky special over on the extra ball. What do you reckon, Max Verber's um, made of his first week, Rob? I mean, I, I can't remember what I was saying on the match ball or not, but I was kind of intrigued to see whether we were reuniting him with his former boss just in time for it to see us try and hound him out basically <laughs> but um, I don't know I, I wrote about him on the blog as well and um, I do think Phil said it didn't he on the on the Phil Hay show that he does look a bit more left backy than Pascal Strauch but then I don't know let's wait to see him play there's a video of him on RB Salzburg's YouTube channel playing a game with Rasmus Christensen his neighbour at Ajax and uh, at Salzburg and now in Leeds and I can tell you that he drives slower and more sensible than Rasmus Christensen, which it's that sort of sensible nature I like in a in a defender. I mm. think it's a good sign. He looks sensible. Yeah, he does. I think, yeah, and one of the questions is who's the more intelligent? And Rasmus immediately goes, Yeah, Max is. <laughs> um we've been linked to we have been linked to another left back, haven't we? The kid at um Azar Alkmaar. Is it Milos Kurkez? I don't mm. want to pronounce it wrong, but I inevitably will. Who's the the Hungarian left back, somewhere in the fifteen to, to twenty million bracket another youth but a full international and uh, an accomplished player would definitely fit the kind of auto model if you went for someone like that if they did want to um, go at it a bit more in this um, in this transfer window you did say Michael sign all the left backs and all the midfielders so if they do sign all the left backs we'll let midfielder go so we need at least three <laughs> right three midfielders another couple of left backs that should do it just oh, to make sure two, two or three more strikers yes I mean like a left back for the 21s might be a good idea because they're still without one Unless we're going to make Verba play there as well. Yeah, I'll send Paul Pascal back there. No, no, we can't do that to him. Not the big sexy pirate. Do you want another left back? Yeah. Keep him coming. We probably need to get rid of one first though, don't we? Which one are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one that's arrived for a fairly big fee and is a high earner. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's looking quite expensive for another 21s left back, isn't he? Old junior. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? As uh, you sort of your humanity clashes with your, your ideas as a football fan in that as I've got older and softer, my empathy levels have kind of gone up for other people and I, I don't want Junior Furpo to be unhappy. Mine have too, but it's amazing but... how quickly they evaporate when I see him standing really square as a winger runs at him. And I'm like, gonna... no, he's going down the outside I gonna... again. I was just going to say, yeah, <laughs> but ask me about that when I'm stood in Ellen Road, pissed off when he's caught yeah. massively out of position again. Junior, what are you doing? <laughs> he's going to knock it past you. Uh, Fucking turn. He's done it. He's done it. And by the time, you, by the time you've externalised it, he's done it. So, uh, I, let's just hope he can find happiness wherever he goes next. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, 
he's still here, isn't he, for two years? For now. For now. Till the inevitable loan back to Spain. Uh, 21s are back in action without a left back. Is that Friday evening? That's this evening, yes. This evening, yes. yes. Against Nottingham Forest, who we beat them 5-1 earlier in the year. And it was that game that Alf- they made Alfie McCalmont play left back, <laughs> which felt really mean because it feels like Alfie McCalmont we should sort of set him free to be a footballer somewhere else. And he wasn't, he, he doesn't even particularly play for the 21s. And it was like, ah, can you just fill in in this position you've probably never played in? I think he actually scored a really good goal in that game. Yeah, he did score it. I um, seem to remember, was that the game where their keeper looked like he'd never actually played in goal before? That's right, yeah. They, they, took, they the took the lead and then he just went a bit crazy, didn't he? And yeah. gifted his loads of goals. One of the so, old Peacock Farrell clan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Mos- Moscow shared a picture, I think it was, was it from Bailey's Instagram where him and uh, he, uh, P- Bailey and uh, Felix Viedvald yep. <laughs> somehow met again. Wow. For counselling, was it? Or? Yeah. <laughs> there was a Paul Rohobka just off, Man, just so off the camera. W- the way this football club um, takes people in and chews it up and spits them out, and I'm thinking, you know, fans, managers, players as well, it wouldn't be surprising at all. Bloody hell. I mean, that's basically what this is, isn't it? We just get to come in here and talk about how we're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Are we going to win in the 21s, Rob? You, you keep a closer eye on them than... Uh, I, I will say, yes, albeit I suppose with Cardiff at the weekend, there might be some clues in say if there are going to be any mm. 21s involved in the team tonight. But yeah, the, the 21s have been doing well this season, haven't we? Are we top? Yes. yes, we are top. And the fourth, but again, the 5-1 sort of suggests we should. But yeah, it's, yeah, I think um, I'm kind of hoping some of the under-21s might get a game against Cardiff, so... And some of the under-21s are our best players. So they won't be playing this. this. They play at Notts County, don't they? Notts Forest, Borough, Notts County's stadium. Notts for... Forest do, yeah. Notts Forest, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. As they like to be called. Earlier this year, the good folks at Boxed kept 100 Leeds fans fed and watered for four days to give us the energy to complete our 92-mile charity walk. These days, of course, the focus is on conserving energy and minimising waste. And Boxed have been sharing their tips to use your heating system as efficiently as possible to help keep your energy bills down. Upgrading to a new, more efficient boiler and using a Google Nest learning thermostat could save you up to £1,150 a year. And upgrading your boiler to a brand new A-rated one couldn't be easier. Installations carried out by an expert qualified installer and included in the price. And 0% finance is available, subject to the relevant checks, of course. You'll get a fixed, fair price in just 90 seconds with Boxed. And as a listener to this show, you can save an additional £50 on your online quote by using the code TSB50. You don't have to walk 92 miles to do it. Just grab your phone, head to boxed.co.uk, that's B-O-X-T.co.uk, and use that code TSB50 to upgrade your boiler and save money now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. With reference to Cardiff then, let's get into that then, shall we? They're terrible, which is a great time to play them. <laughs> they, are, they are terrible. <laughs> they, they are so beneath us now that I've not even bothered to check where they are in the league table. So I'm going to look at that right now. Talk to me about Cardiff I was, while I, I look at the league table. I was going to say the good news is they've um, not won since bonfire night. The, the, the bad news is neither have we. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they played more because they true. came. They came back uh, on the tenth of December, didn't they, in the championship? So they've since their uh, season has resumed. They've well, they've drawn four, lost one. Did you see the um, the rumours over who might be taking over as manager this week? Oh no, Neil Warnock. Oh really? Again. Imagine that. Imagine going from. Did they go from Warnock to Neil Harris to Steve Morrison? And now it's Mark Hudson. That's just a really hateful sequence you, of events. You'd just give up, wouldn't you? But um, I feel like we've probably got previously Mark Hudson as well. Because he's played, it, he's played it, at Cardiff and Huddersfield, hasn't he? So, yeah, we probably hate him for some reason. But, uh, <laughs> I can't remember anything specific, but he's probably scored against us at he, some point. He's not um, doing a particularly good job. And there's been talk that, yeah, they might get Warnock back in, which Hudson has denied. And the, it's a very good quote, actually. I spoke to the chairman yesterday and was told there were rumours uh, 100% it's not Neil Warnock in that respect which is not I'm not going to lose my job it's just I'm not going to lose my job to Neil Warnock <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at these lot yeah I'm looking at the table in the championship um, minus goal difference and two points off the relegation zone these losers imagine that <laughs> chumps yeah and they've uh, how many goals have they scored uh, they have scored 20 goals how many points have they got tw- uh, 28 different than oh. in the championship oh, yeah. oh okay there's more, there's more teams you clown so you play more games I suppose. So it doesn't correlate, it doesn't track the same. But don't you get... What Michael's referring to here, by <laughs> no, the way. No, you get more goals, you get more points, more games, more no, games, more goals, it, more points. But it doesn't track in the championship, it's a different it league. It's the I Premier... like how you briefly fell for that, Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's the Premier, the Premier League. Like, no, he's, he's talking bollocks. The Premier League does track differently. Um, although Burnley at the top have scored 52 goals, 56 points, so it's not a million miles off. <laughs> okay. But let me just pick something else that backs up my example. Middlesbrough okay. in fifth scored 41, 39 points. <laughs> and another one, Sunderland in eighth, 38 this... scored. 38 points. This is where you can, those weird correlations where you can like track Bruce Springsteen chart position with like the <laughs> GDP of Nigeria or something where you can overlay these things. I'm, on, I'm only choosing the ones that suit my argument. But it does, apparently it does track roughly um, by the end of the season. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'll not be told otherwise because okay. I saw, I saw um, PowerPoints and things and on, on, um, spreadsheets. On Bruce Springsteen, a little aside, a friend of mine works in Crash Records in Leeds and said Tyler Adams was in the shop yesterday and he bought uh, Pink Floyd, Bruce Springsteen, and Wu Tang Clan, which is quite the mix. Eclectic. Mm. I like Springsteen. Grew up on Springsteen. Mm. Okay, well, good for him. It's what was he buying him on? CD, vinyl? Uh, vinyl, I think. I didn't actually ask. Uh, he's, he's staying then if he's buying vinyl. That's what I'm, that's what I'm taking. <laughs> yeah. I'm be moving boxes of no, vinyl. No, no we, we are clearing out my. Um... Though I dare say footballers don't do their own removals. Probably not, he's probably not sticking in a transit van and. Driving to PSG. Or say, I've, I've had my vinyl going back to DJ days. I mean, like these vinyl that were first bought in the mid to late 90s that are in my daughter's bedroom. Apparently, she wants the space back now. Selfish. Now, she, now she's become a teenager. The mini discs are all right. They're, they're, the mini discs are in been the, put neatly in a cupboard, though. They're in the loft of the mini discs. Um, Cardiff, 
drawn, 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 lost their last five. We just can't be optimistic about Cardiff, can we? Because they do beat us all the time. I was looking back, because you know these things you think, is this in my head that we always lose them? But actually the record's not that bad. Right. You know, I've been damaged by some bad experiences, but actually we, you know, we kind of, we tend to hold our own, but we don't against Cardiff. Since the FA Cup defeat that sparked all of our downfall, etc., we've played them 23 times and we've won three. Yeah. That's, that's bad. There's also the record of, is it in the late 50s and early 60s we drew them? We drew the FA Cup third round. It was away at Cardiff for three years on the on the spin. And I think we lost every game 2-1 or something. <laughs> it's just a weird place that we, we shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah. And even the last time we played, even the last two games, in fact, are both profoundly traumatic as well. Because it was the game when we came back from the COVID break and Forshaw had said we were going to piss the league. We went to Cardiff and lost 2-0. And it was like, oh, The dreams, hell. the dreams are dying. <laughs> like, we're still in a good, we are still in a strong position, aren't we? That we never, f- we'd never get anything at Cardiff. That feeling was awful. That that long run up and the, and the, God, just the sense of trauma of getting through the break and not knowing when it was ever going to come back. And mm. then it came back and you thought, thank God we've got something normal to cling on to. And it was fucking Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we lose again that season? We didn't, did we? No, no. That, that no. Was the, so we came back with a defeat, but you're like, oh, that's it. Breaks like, fucked us. Yeah. <laughs> did, did we draw the next game as well, maybe? And it was like, oh no, yeah. it's happening. Like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah, and the previous game earlier in the season was the one where we were three up against Cardiff, yeah. absolutely cruising. And then even with a mat down to 10 men, they managed to we, equalise. Uh, we brought on some chump at centre-half, didn't we? Yeah, some some big sexy pirate fella came on. and <laughs> Was that his debut, was it? I don't know if it was his I think debut. It, it was certainly one of his earliest games. It's mm. not his debut. Yeah, I'm just looking at the results, by the way. Yeah, so we um, we lost at Cardiff. That was 2-0 on the 21st of June. Imagine playing football on the 21st of June. That's mad, isn't it? And then we uh, we won every other game in the run-in, apart from the Luton game, two games after that, which mm. was that that awful bloody one-all draw um, at Ellen Road, which I think Ang- the only person in Ellen Road who enjoyed it was probably Angus Kinnear, getting the most diplomatic of results possible there. Celebrating. But, yeah, but we, we beat Fulham 3-0, then it was Blackburn 3-1, 5-0 against Stoke. Beat Swansea. Do you remember that one? Then Barnsley. Yeah, just about, yeah. Terrible, Derby, Charlton, yeah. That was nice, wasn't it, in the end? But yeah, so we're right to be scared of Cardiff because it's a dreadful place. But we're a, we're a big, dreadful Premier League behemoth now, aren't we? As we were in 2002. No, we are. We should beat them. I, I do, they do look very... I know I know. a few years have passed, but it's not a very Cardiffy-looking team. I was looking at their last starting eleven, and basically don't reckon... There's no, there's no Cardiff bastards there. I fully expect them to have like... Zaha- Kenneth Zahari up front or someone or Lee Tomlin or someone in midfield who I can recognise horrible shit house. yeah whereas actually I look at this team and I go oh, right. don't, know, don't know most of these there are, is really. uh, Callum O'Dowder that was the um, the Dan James alternative wasn't it that January when uh, oh, was it Bristol yeah and I'd never heard of him but it was like oh maybe this will do and then obviously it never happened anyway because mm. we signed Dan James who's the guy who's the centre half there he's got a two letter surname NG I don't know how to pronounce that showing my ignorance here but um, that has got to be the shortest. Rob, name. Rob, how'd you say that? Got to be the short, the shortest name in football, that isn't it? If that's um, if that's not a typo, bloody hell! Yeah, I, I mean, Rolls was there, wasn't he? he was, I'm sure he was there before. But um, yeah, other than that, I feel like I feel like we're free of some baggage there. Allsop in goal is he related to Kirsty Allsop of the the TV house moving fame? Probably, yes. Um, and G White in relation to Chris White of 1991-92 league winning fame. Why why is Sean Morrison not in their team anymore? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yes. Who's the who's the striker I'm trying to think of that 
may have had a brush with the law and may I don't even know if he played for Cardiff but he's the sort of striker Let, let's not speculate and get this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this sort of striker <laughs> that I imagine played for Cardiff I know who you mean I think he, were, he ended up being mysteriously released from his contract I don't I don't know if we're thinking of the same person. Oh, here. okay. Okay, never mind. I'll tell you what. But, yeah. Let's not guess. <laughs> there some names in? No, 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 no. Let's uh, let's not do that. Let's, let's look through. Let's um, look at their strengths and weaknesses. What do they do? What do they do, Michael? Come on. Are we Gar- still, are we still oh, Gary Medine. Even though that's who I'm thinking. Gary Medine, yes. that's who you think. What of. did he do? Assaulted someone. And is that yeah. confirmed? Is confirmed. that confirmed? Yep. Good. I think he Yeah, he did it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face, for God's sake! Let's get let's right, Rob, you go through you go through what we're good at, and I'll just uh... just double check check us from a legal perspective. Do get in touch with Levi's listeners, by the way, if you have any uh, any doubts about your legal position on anything. It's fine. Gary Medine jailed for eighteen months following nightclub assault. I, I was going to say thank God, but I didn't mean it in the sense that I'm pleased that happened. I'm just pleased that we were correct. Did he ever play for Cardiff? He did. Oh, right. no, I'm, oh. I'm certain he did. Good. I think he might have scored against us once. Right, strength. I would hate to libel him by saying he once played for Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> Strengths, counter-attacks, defending set pieces, stealing the ball from opposition, weaknesses, avoiding offside, aerial duels, finishing scoring chances. It's going to be a walk in the park, isn't it? Yeah, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what sort of a team will we play? That's going to be the most interesting bit. Because well, well, Jesse the, can't really afford to lose this. No, and well, well Phil was saying on the Phil Hay show, wasn't he, on the, uh, the Friday edition, that he felt like Jesse had to play quite a strong team against Cardiff because we can't really afford to just go out with a whimper at the minute it's just not going to look yeah. good Cardiff on the other hand supposed to have a, I don't know if this is just one of those kind of pre-match red herring things but they're supposed to be getting ravaged by illness up to six players might be out and all that I think I'd like a strong lead team I feel like we just need to win and get some confidence some, and some momentum, momentum. Yeah. but then my fear is that we play a strong team and lose and everyone's <laughs> miserable and sad but um, what I really don't want is what we did at Wolves and take a bench of kids that there is no intention of playing because a lot of the under 21s that were on the bench at Wolves had played either the day or two before and a lot of them had played 90 minutes and you think well they're clearly not going to mm. get on here and it was just because we were in that game as well until the last sort of 20 minutes or so when you think oh come on let's have a bit of impetus off the bench and then we just didn't have that option so even if he does change a few players yeah we can't afford to do that I don't think Would you play Gellhart up front instead of Rodrigo? Do you want to risk Rodrigo in this game? Or? I think he need, he deserves a go at some point as well, mm. doesn't he? Because giving him two minutes in every game is not doing him it's any favours. It's just favors. a waste, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's he's probably worth a go with Rodrigo on the bench, obviously, to, to come on. My fear is with Gellhart, though, is that he gets, you know, he gets a chance in the team and he might play an hour or whatever and if he doesn't score, everyone's like, fuck, he's lost it, hasn't he? What, what's <laughs> happening with, with Joffy? And you think, well, he does just need a, a run of games and some minutes and it's uh, touches on the ball that Hayden Evans always talks about with his young players, isn't it? Mm. Like, like when he's coming on for five minutes, I've been checking stats previously and there's times when I'll have like two touches. What's he getting out I mean, of this? And you've not even got to the speed of the game there, yeah, let, exactly. let alone done anything, mm. have you? Yeah, it does make you wonder. I wonder if, depending on what happens in terms of, you know, takeover, assuming that's done by the summer, you know, fingers and toes and everything else crossed that we stay up, whether if they bolster the squad, whether Joffrey has a loan next year just to get his air miles up, basically. Mm, possibly, yeah. The defence is interested in this because we do have options. Because Ailing has been playing, but do you put Rasmus back in for to give him a game? Do you put Verber in? Do you give your Rente a go? A league debut, uh, a Leeds debut at Cardiff just <laughs> gives me fears for Verber's own personal health. But he's not been scarred by the past. Like you know, we sit here and we have an half-hour bloody existential crisis every time we talk. Verber, we haven't ruined him yet. 
Maybe Victor, this is the time. On Victor Olsen's video, he's in, he included some <laughs> Cardiff fans throwing bottles at Leeds fans in, in 2002 and Sam Haman patting his head. Pissing coins <laughs> sailing through the net. In. This is kind of, it's nice, this. As Phil was saying, it's a different stadium. Yeah. It's it's a bit friendlier. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd have to, you're probably going to have to put Verber in, aren't you? Maybe we'll do some absolutely wild, like play three at the back, who knows? You're passing it and that. <laughs> going to try that. Yeah, and I think, I think probably Aronson needs, a, needs to be dropped as well because he's been... Who are you dropping in for now? Although, do you not think like a game like this is, is the sort of game where you could potentially... Against a could... physical lower league championship mm. side, it'd be perfect. <laughs> but play yourself back into form where the quality of the opposition with the greatest respect to Cardiff is not going to be as high as the Premier League. And maybe, you know, you, you just can find that little yard of space and do some Aronson-y, Aron, Aronson-y things. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I'd rather get Jackie fit. Yeah. Um, and Because and, he's a more reliable player isn't he? he from what we know and he looked quite quite hot when he came back he on did, didn't yeah. he against, uh, against West Ham to change all the team and it'll be fine that's what I'm saying <laughs> good <laughs> hopes fears for this one then we know what the fears are don't we we, we, we fear what happened uh, 20 years ago we should win we absolutely should <laughs> you, you sound really confident we should we should win There's no. I can't pretend we shouldn't win because we should we're a much better team than them isn't, isn't it wild I mean I'm just sorry I'm just looking at the, the fixtures the, the previous score sorry that you've put on this this sheet, Michael, and it's isn't it absolutely wild that we've ended up drawing them almost twenty years to the day? Mm. It's just the football gods; they sometimes laugh at you, don't they? I think the FA Cup draw is a regular spot for them to do that. I feel we always get a shit away draw, don't we? Mm. That's the thing, yeah. Or Arsenal. It's the, the thing I always hate with the FA Cup is that when we inevitably lose to a lower league opposition, it's always presented as our oh, cup shock. Leads mm. are out by look. It's not shocking know, anymore. Is think, who is this shocking? Like, <laughs> But it, but it does tell you a story that it's been shown on, on ITV here in this country, doesn't it? Like they expect a half-decent game. Do you expect a half-decent <laughs> game? I'm actually looking forward to this. I don't know why everyone's so scared anymore. This is fun, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's, a, it's one of those, I don't think we're going to win the FA Cup. So it, it's almost, I cannot be concerned about it. I'm more, we, might, I'm, we might do a Wigan, you never know. Hmm. Would you take that? I yeah, I would. would yeah. We, we, I remember, I remember yeah, saying, I we've had this no, discussion before and said at the time, would you would you be would you accept relegation and winning the cup? I think the more time that passes, I would. Yeah, Just yeah. The, the glory of seeing us actually go to Wembley and win something would be amazing because that the last time we did it was thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. No, well, actually, nearly thirty-one. It's quite a leap I guess to suggest we're going to win the FA Cup at this stage. But yeah, yeah. If, if offered as a as a deal, I think I'd probably take a it. Deal with the devil. I mean, that because that what a day out that would be. Yeah, let's win the FA Cup. Right, we've decided it now. So yeah. we'll, we'll accept that half of the bargain. Yeah. We don't have to go down. I think only half of this is likely to happen, <laughs> sadly. Uh, don't be so negative. Um, I'm, I'm actually point appealing at... it when we've been relegated. Saying, When's the final then? Is that next week? Do we get to play in that? Um, was it you who was talking about this, Michael? Being so, not, not a, Again, we steer clear of the phrase free hit, but you can go into this game with no real... There's no real pressure on the outcome. Of course, we don't want to lose. And if we lose to these lot, it could, you know, spiral the negativity out of control again, couldn't it? But the other side to this is that you can go in and play with slightly less fear because your league status is not on the line. Mm. Yeah, possibly. Although Jesse will maybe feel his job is kind of on the line, so maybe they'll be he'll be he'll be telling everyone not to be stressed again while he himself <laughs> stands there with ashen faced, <laughs> gibbering about the place. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think there might still be some pressure on this. Yeah, there is always pressure in every form of football, isn't there? Because there's there's a huge paying audience that's um, that's watching you. But you know, let's try and enjoy it, shall we? 
We don't get that many cup games. <laughs> no, we don't. We get like you know, two or three a year if we're lucky. It's a rare beast, so let's enjoy having one now and when uh, and we'll win it. What do you reckon, Rob? Yeah, let's win it. Big away end down there. We've not heard Jesse speak yet in his press conference, but I'm sure he's not stressed at all and everything is going to be clear like he likes mm. and we are going to win 2-1. I don't know. There is, win. there is something to be said for that away end, I think, actually. The, the size of the allocation. It'll be a nice reminder of what was good about the championship, which was mm. plenty of away tickets in, in a number of grounds. And yeah, not the, not the sterile atmosphere you get in so many Premier League grounds where the away end's the only one one singing it probably will be sterile because it's, it's a Sunday afternoon isn't it um, and it is in a, a new modern bowl but all the same Leeds fans turning up in numbers you expect Cardiff will turn up in numbers it should be uh, should be feistier than we're, than we're used to in the Premier League yeah I would say so let's let's enjoy it you can tell I'm looking forward to it <laughs> I mean Moscow will be back uh, for the match ball so yeah. I can go to the pub and enjoy it there instead <laughs> <laughs> be back to tell us how it's good that we've lost yeah, Michael give it up man we'll win we'll, come on Leeds win yeah, go on. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Leeds yeah, win. Yeah. And I'll have a Leeds win. Just like we all predicted for West Ham. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we go. Anything else to add to this one? Or shall we head off and, uh, and return with the match ball on Sunday afternoon when Moscow joins us again? I'm glad he's coming back. No offence, Rob. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, that's very harsh. <laughs> I, love, I love having Rob yeah, here. No, yeah, I'm glad Rob, he's coming back. Actually, Rob, Rob brings youthful enthusiasm to the uh, to the party all the time. You keep saying that. I'm not <laughs> sure it's true. <laughs> Final bit of advice: if you do come across Gary Medine and he asks what team you support, just tell him you're not into football, right? Because someone told him um, they supported Sheffield United and he broke their jaw. And that's what he went to prison for. Would it be better to say Sheffield Wednesday or just to plead the fifth? <laughs> I think do a foreign accent and walk off. <laughs> you don't want to anger him in any way. <laughs> Fine, and that's that's all established, is it? Yep. Great. Uh, in a court of law. Good. 
match ball returns on Sunday. Phil Hayes show, Monday edition on Monday. We'll be back with all that in a bit. See you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. 